Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shtib and Zhang Show, episode 64. In today's episode, all about the NHL trade deadline frenzy. Of course, today is the trade deadline. It is the end of the trade deadline as we record past 3 o'clock. And so we're going to be looking at some teams, their acquisitions, our thoughts on those, uh, on those teams and their acquisitions, uh, what we think going into the playoffs, how they look. And then we'll give you our, you know, Losers and winners of trade deadline day because there's always a winner. And Eric, there's always a loser. So, uh, nevertheless, let's jump into it as always. Roll it. Welcome back to the Stib and Zang Show, episode 64. Eric, yes, as you can see by the background, uh, no posters. I am back in Montreal. Not for long, though, just for a little. A couple days, uh, and then I'm headed back out into Toronto. That's why the lighting, I have to apologize, it's terrible. I'm working with a lamp right now on its side with the bulb in my face because uh, the thing blocking light bulb didn't give me enough light. So this is my lighting situation. No mic, AirPods instead. Audio is a little different. Um, But yeah, uh, I'm still here to film, still ready to go as always. We got to film an episode a week, so I'm here. I'm ready to go. And Eric, trade deadline. Another trade deadline frenzy in 2022. Uh, teams going out to uh, get what they need, what they think they're missing to for a cup run. And other teams, of course, like the Canadians, selling uh, a fire sale, you know, tra- getting picks, uh, setting up for the future and giving uh, uh, trading their vets away. So, Eric, wow, where do we begin on NHL trade deadline? I guess we can start with the Florida Panthers since, you know, their trade deadline started a bit earlier this weekend, not necessarily today. Uh, Florida Panthers, Eric, and their – we're not going specific dates. We're just going to go what they acquired uh, this year. Uh, Ben Chirot, as you know, from the Montreal Canadiens defenseman. uh, Claude Giroux uh, from the Flyers. I mean, Robert Hag, too, good uh, depth – is it Hag or Hag? I think it's Hag. Robert Hag uh, from yeah. the Buffalo Sabres. Nice depth piece. Man, Eric, the Florida Panthers, a team that before they got the, these players were already cup contenders, it was fair to say, uh, the way Bobrovsky uh, has been playing. Uh, they got one of the best ta- top nines in the league. Of course, Barkov, Huberdo. But no, they go out. They uh, they fill some roles uh, that they needed, you know, it's not like they necessarily needed a defenseman. They traded for Ben Schrott before Aaron Ekblad even got hurt, Eric. Uh, so that was obviously a huge trade for them because if they waited and Aaron Ekblad got hurt, then Sherrod's asking price, of course, would have gone up a lot because they would have been very desperate for a defenseman and uh, Montreal would have taken advantage. So they get Ben Sherrod, who will uh, most likely replace Aaron Ekblad, eating those top minutes uh, until he comes back for playoffs. Uh Claude Giroux, they get a, a nice centerpiece up from the Flyers, who's going most likely going to play on the second line center. Maybe with Huberto, they're going to switch the lines up now, or maybe he's on the first line with Huberto and Barkov, uh, depending on how they want to fix their top six up. And then Robert Haig, uh, defensive from the Sabres, great depth piece. So where do we begin? Man, I mean, this was a, I put Florida as one of my winners, of course, for a trade deadline. I mean, it's very close. When you've been sucking for years, of course, Florida has been sucking four years i mean they still can't even fill a stadium out uh eric and i've been you know i've been to florida i've been to their games uh, there's a lot more hab fans at the games than florida fans usually back then um now they still struggle with attendance but they are building one of the best teams 
uh, in Florida Panthers history. And uh, yeah, so man, I like Ben Schreier. We know Ben Schreier has struggled uh, with the Canadians early on in the season, had played his best hockey against the Maple Leafs in the playoffs, uh, was hard checking, played big minutes. Him and Weber were fantastic this season. Of course, they lose players. They lo- he loses his D partner. Um, uh, his, uh, you know, his defensive stats metrics have gone down, but, you know, near the end before he got traded, he was playing better hockey when Martin, Martin St. Louis became coach. Uh, but no, he's a great defenseman. A lot of play, a lot of people on Instagram, and Twitter, don't get to, don't understand trade deadline really. And the inflation that occurs with those trades, right? Mm-hmm. Cause people go, you know, how the hell does Ben Schrock go for a first round pick? Like that guy's playing shit with the Canadians and stuff like that. Or I'm so glad we haven't like, you have to understand in trade deadline trades are inflated, right? The asking yep. price of course goes up because it's a bidding war essentially between a lot of teams. I want that player. And so, you know, you might most of the time overpay for a guy that you really need. And uh, I don't think necessarily Florida overpaid like Ben Chirot was a bona fide first rounder going back the other way. Everyone knows that like you weren't going to be able to get Chirot without a first round pick or, you know, a great prospect, whichever way you decide to go. Uh, but, you know, they trade Ben Straub. Montreal gets a uh, first-round pick, fourth, Ty Smolanik, uh, who apparently could be a top-nine guy for us in the future. Who knows? A good, you know, not a great prospect, but a good prospect. And, yeah, so Florida gets Ben Schrott. And now with Aaron Eckblad coming back, they're going well, uh, to have a well-rounded decor for the playoffs. And then, of course, Claude Giroux. Whoever traded for Claude Giroux was going to get the, uh, you know, the trade of the day or whatever, the biggest trade win of the yep. day, Claude Giroux. Flyers, Eric, had a down year. Every year, it seems like the Flyers, one year, they make yeah. the playoffs. The very next, they miss. It's a, it's every other year type thing for the mm-hmm. Flyers. So they get injuries. Team's not playing well. They trade Giroux finally. And now, man, Florida, Eric, that's a dangerous top six, top nine. Dangerous decor. Dangerous goaltending yeah. duo right now. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I like the moves the Florida Panthers are making. What about you? Did you, uh, did you think uh, – they, they got enough in this year's trade deadline or maybe overpaid for too much, too many pieces at once? Who, the, pa- no, the Panthers? The Panthers, like, did they go out and get too many pieces at once? No, no, no. Let's be honest. So, Florida always been a joke of a franchise, right? For the longest time, yeah. as you said, the biggest joke of a franchise. They're about to, like, they're about to, to, to not get kicked out, but, like, they're about to move. Rumors. Like, there's a lot, a lot of rumors about that. So, finally, even last year, they had a decent season. You could see they were on the come up a bit, right? Um. And then they, they made some very good moves. Um, I, Sam. I, uh, yeah, getting Sam Reinhardt, right? That's a very under Signing Anthony yeah. Duclair, right? Keeping Anthony Duclair, right? So just moves like that, very underrated moves that went under the radar, but long-term helped them a lot. So now their top six is, just before Claude Giroux even joined, is already one of the best top six in the league, right? So much depth. And then you have Barkov and Huberdo just be breaking, not breaking out, but like even bigger stars. You know, yeah. Doing their thing. And um, I think... Last year, I bought a really good offensive season, right? He started, uh, I think he had like 10 goals, uh, 10 assists in like 30, mm-hmm. 40 games. So he, he started doing well. And now he's injured, so it's kind of tough, right? So I, I don't know when's his timeline for coming back, but he should be, I think he should be, because I, I heard he's like, who's this? Ekblad? Yeah, Ekblad got injured. Um, so. I think he's back for playoffs. Hopefully, they hope. Hopefully I think, I think he's playoffs. on long term IR or something. Yeah. Something like that. So That's hopefully fine. he's back for playoffs because, right, it's, it's their captain's. No, it's not their captain. Is it their captain? No, no Barkov's the captain. Barkov's our captain. Sorry. <laughs> but it's it it's their you know yeah yeah. Guy, guy. right? So it, um, I think now 
obviously Ben Sherrod's not, not Ekblad, right? But um, no. just adding Ben Sherrod to that decor helps them tremendously. Um, I, I, I think it's just a, another piece on the defensive core that's already really good with some big guys in the back too. So Because in the playoffs, especially for defensemen, you want some big – that, that, that's basically what the rest yeah. of you – You'll have like one or two really good skiers, but the rest you want some big, strong bodies. Because usually in the playoff, the game gets a lot more physical than skillful, right? If you have the like the, the guys that go like mm-hmm. your defenseman, everything like it, it's not as fast paced, right? So yeah, um, I think um, adding Ben Shira, who last year played pretty decent in, in the playoffs, no, so, played amazing actually, played the best exactly. hockey of his career. Exactly. So I, I think that's what where the value comes from, right? A lot of people say, oh. I think they give. I don't think they give up too much, right? So Florida, they don't care about their. their no. they're, they're trying to win now. They've and been stacking team, up for picks for years. Exactly, and they're trying to win now and for the, uh, a couple more years, right? So yeah. Um, I think also talking about the Giroux trade, obviously they give up a first round pick and Owen Tippett, who's one of their really young prospects, who's really yeah a gross player. Like he's really fucking good. I remember watching him in the World Juniors. Like they're a really good player. So that just shows that right now. It, it, it's smart. You go all in right now, um, because right, basically right now, like you, you don't care about like obviously developing players, but you're trying to win right now. Um, yeah. They have the team. They're ba- would I say they're the best team in the league? They're, they're the hottest team in the league right now. The hottest team in the league. They you they, can make they, a case they, for best. Exactly, but best team in the league. But n- let's be honest. None of their players have real playoff experience, like deep playoff experience. No one other than Claude Giroux right yeah. now, right? So. No one really has deep playoff experience. Um, so I think going – this seems ready, especially with Borowski, who's a proven playoff goalie too. Yep. Um, hey, I, I, I think they're ready to take on teams like Tampa, right? Uh, teams like – well, I don't know about Toronto. Toronto, if they face them. Boston, They're right? a better team. Yeah, Boston. But, yeah, t- for sure. I mean, you got to take uh, the, the trades that they made two years ago, acquiring Sam yep. Bennett and some guys. Obviously, yeah, it's helped their Bennett. team. Uh, you know, this is their identity. It's – uh, over the past two years, they've kind of built this Stanley Cup contending team. So kudos for them. But uh, exactly. talking about uh, strong defense in the playoffs and how much that's a necessity, you look yeah. at a team like Colorado, Eric, yeah. who, of course, struggled last year against Vegas in the playoffs with yeah. strength, big body defensemen. Yeah. They didn't really have that on their own, yeah. own end. You know, Sherrard, Kale McCarr, Barry, or Taze, Barry, you know, great skating yeah. defensemen can move yeah. the puck. Uh, just not as physical as you like. So what do they do? They go out and call the Anaheim Ducks. They go and acquire Josh Manson from them. Yeah. Uh, I believe they gave up, what, two second-round picks, uh, or Drew Hellison, and, uh, yeah, or no first-round pick, I don't think, for uh, for Josh. No, it was two seconds. Josh Manson, great trade for Colorado, by the way. Josh Manson, obviously a top-four guy in Anaheim. You know, Anaheim yeah. gets overlooked a lot uh, because yeah. they struggle, but their decor has been their strongest oh, point for always years. Always been good, yeah. You know, Cam Fowler, Hamp- Hampus Lindholm, and now Josh Manson. Remember Vatanen was there too before? And Shea Theodore was Shea left Theodore. unprotected because their exactly. decor was so uh, so good. Yeah. And so Josh Manson now coming coming to Colorado, filling that top four uh, top four necessity that they need size too, because he throws body man in his first yeah. career game. Uh, I believe it was against Colorado too. He had like ten hits. So he's a guy who will throw his body, and that's exactly what Colorado needs um, and, you know, is going to help them immensely in the playoffs, especially because that's what they struggle with. But uh, as well acquiring Arturi Lekkonen from the Montreal yeah. Canadiens, 50% retained salary. Arturi Lekkonen, Eric, I love Arturi Lekkonen, as you know. Yeah. 
scored the uh, Stanley Cup go-ahead goal uh, against Vegas, goal, yeah. brought us to the yeah. Cup. And uh, now, um, you know, just a great guy uh, for the Canadians organization, great guy in the locker room, you know, very close for with Gallagher. He posted that uh, that uh, memory thing, or the, he yeah. posted pictures basically uh, saying goodbye to him. But liking him, man, we know guy's going to be on their PK one, right? He's going to be their, yep. uh, one of their best penalty killers. Uh, he's going to be, you know, man, he could be, uh, I wouldn't like be surprised. Eh, I'd be surprised, but if he stepped up maybe to take uh, Landeskog's place, maybe if they, it, you know, cause like a guy, you can play all around the lineup. Mostly yeah, he'll yeah. play on the third line, fourth third line, line, that yeah. check-in yeah. defensive role his metrics, five on five are great. He doesn't spend a lot of time in his own zone, mostly in the neutral zone or in the offensive zone. But he's a guy that, you know, if he provides additional scoring for the Colorado Avalanche, that's just even a plus of an addition yeah. because they're not looking for him to score, right, with the top guys. But he's a guy that yeah. you can move all around your lineup if things aren't working. Right now, I think it's Nishushkin, Nishushkin, uh, Nishushkin uh, playing on that top line, and he's been playing well, so it doesn't look yeah. like they're going to move him. But like I said, like an versatile player can play everywhere. And Colorado has set themselves up nice for the playoffs. Uh, they, they, got yeah. guy, they got two guys that they really needed. Um, and every, every time for a cup winning team, either the, you know, that strong defensive core, great third and fourth lines. And that what Colorado has now. So they're, they're rounding up their top nine pretty well. They, they got Andrew Cogliano too, uh, yeah. from the stars. So he's a gritty uh, grinder there that uh, is going to play on the third and fourth line. I like these moves by Colorado for sure to, uh, to contend mm-hmm. against these bigger teams like Calgary in the West and yeah. stuff like that, that, you know, who are a big team and. And uh, Vegas, if they make the playoffs, uh, that's going to be another big team that you'll have to face that beat you last year. So I like Colorado. I like what they've done. For sure. Yeah. So um, as you said, talking about the Colorado team, um, Josh Manson, man, like very, he's always been so underrated. Yeah. I've always liked Josh Manson. And as you said, the decor that the Ducks used to have was disgusting. And uh, you, you, I don't know if we're going to talk about it later, but Hampus Lindholm got traded yep. too. Boston. So, um, but exactly that, that was a good trade. So these are good defensemen. It's weird to call them vets now. Cause I still remember when that was considered a young DK, yeah. right? And all, on the same topic for me, I didn't know Arturi Lekkinen was on the team for six years already. I, I, I Dude, still yeah. when, he, when he was a scored, young player, Michelle Terrain was scored 18 Terrain. goals in his rookie year. Yeah, exactly. He's never it been seems, there again. It seems so recent too. Remember yeah, what happened with Lekkinen was he came in as a rookie Scoring yeah. touch, 18 goals. And yep. Terry got on his head and was like, you need to play defense at or I'm not going to play you. Uh, you know, So he turned him into this defensive guru yeah. and his to- goal total went down. But, you know, good player, though. No, a very good player because he's, he's Finnish, right? He's yeah, Finnish. So, so he's got, you, you know, he's got that Finnish swagger to him. You know the, I love my Finns. Exactly. You, you know the Finnish, but they're, they're scores. Most of them are scores. You don't see a lot of Finnish players that are like grit or... Like Arturi, like they're usually yeah. very skillful, but Arturi's got that touch too. But hey, during playoffs, skill does it. it does, I I think grit and being able to play defensively matters Penalty way kill. more. Exactly. Yeah. So and that that's why, especially um, his showing last year in the playoffs, I think that helped his value go up a lot. And um, and I right now, exactly. Yeah, right. Like under right St. Louis, the way he's been playing. Yeah, exactly. So that helped a lot, and I think uh. What's his name? is it Hughes? Yeah, Hughes making some yeah. uh, great moves yeah. already. Or, yeah, Hughes, Ken Hughes, Ken Hughes, right? So, um, making some great moves. Talking about the, the, the two trades, I think uh, they got whatever they could out of the trade, probably a bit more than they yep. should have. But 
So that's very good. And it shows that they're going a bit to that rebuilding stage, which is oh, what yeah. we talked about. And we believe is probably the better thing for Montreal yeah. to do right now. Well, that's well um, known. Everyone knows that. Yeah. So uh, I just want to move on to another team. Obviously, we're talking about Montreal, your favorite. I'm going to talk about my favorite team. Right? Of the course. Detroit, the Detroit Red Wings. Um, I Let's be honest. I thought we were going to make more Quiet deadline. Very, quiet deadline for them. Yeah, quiet. But for me, my phone was popping, right? Because I'm on. Okay. Holiday, yeah. Right? So. Um, I thought we were going to make more trades than we did because obviously we're, we're sellers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we we traded Troy Stetcher for a seventh-round pick. Um, he wasn't doing that well, but one that was pretty uh, good was we traded Nick Letty. Uh, yep. we, we signed him in the summer, uh, traded him away. I like Nick Letty because um, the, the thing with Nick Letty was uh, his contract, I, I think it was like $5 million, so uh, we just took on his contract. Yeah. And – I don't know. Some some teams could use him in the puff because we we know Nick Letty. I, he was on that the Chicago team that won the cup too, right? Um, yeah. He's a good defenseman. So uh, we traded him away for a second round pick. Second, and, uh, Oscar Sundquist, Jake yeah. Wallman, and his yeah, and that's it. So basically, yeah, the, yeah, Sundquist, decent, Sunquist. But, uh, but obviously uh, the second round pick that uh, matters most. But for for me, it, it was so weird because um, as a Detroit fan, I think I. I thought we should have traded a bit more. I, I thought we should trade away really? Mark Stahl. Mark Just, Stahl, yeah. Mark Stahl, trade away like Sam Gagne. More, more of the vets, but we, we still got to keep a good team. You can't just have all young players because obviously yeah. we're, we're on the come up right now. So um, yeah, I, I just wanted to go with that. I know it's not a major trade deadline for us, right? But hey, I, it's not often I get to talk about Detroit. So. It's true. But the only time we talked about it was when you said they were going to make the playoffs. Hey, hasn't turned out so well. Let's be honest; they're doing better than we thought. Like they're actually doing pretty good. Well, they're doing better than Montreal, which I didn't think they'd be able to do. But there you go. Montreal just completely fell off. But uh, always a fine me finding a way to talk about Montreal. And let's talk about the American. Another deadline yeah. winner. I'm putting them yeah. as a deadline winner. Yeah, Montreal sure. stacking up on picks. Two first round picks you get from Tafoli Sharat. You get Ty Stalanic, yeah. nice prospect. Fourth, you get two second rounders. You get William uh, Lagasson. Uh, from yep. the Edmonton Oilers, a fifth round pick, and Eric, they get Justin Barron, first round prospect defense. I love this prospect. Yeah. Um, when Colorado uh, drafted him 25th overall, uh, he was highly touted. I mean, he still is. I mean, he's going to be a guy for us who's going to play in our top four, who's going to be a great two way defenseman. Uh, and, you know, Romanov looks to be that great two way defenseman, too. So, those two on our future decor, I mean, it's just, you know, you basically got a first and second round pick for our Turi Leckett. A guy who's never eclipsed past 31 points in his career. And that's what I mean when trades are inflated at the deadline. Like a first and a second for Lekin, that would never have, like earlier in the season, been a conversation or anything. But teams value the importance of third and fourth lines. Um, and so for me, Montreal, they stack up, it, you know, they do what they do. They didn't trade Mike Hoffman, which I agreed upon, which I like that they didn't do because mm. he's had an up and down season, injuries. Uh, team struggled before Martin St. Louis is. So now what? You go into next year with him on your payroll. He plays top-line minutes, power play minutes, scores hopefully 25 goals or whatever, and boom, now you can package him for, for something nice okay. at the deadline, yeah, a first-round yeah. pick or something. Yeah. And so I like that idea. Jeff Petrie, obviously, tough contract move. Uh, yep. He's probably mostly going to be moved in the summer or if they want to keep him on you know, as one of the vets. Uh, sorry, one of the vets going forward, but I don't. it doesn't seem like he wants to be here. And so, uh, yeah, Montreal, you know, what do they do next year? Ken Hughes says he wants to be, a, you know, go out and free agent and get some guys. Obviously, if they want to be, try and be competitive in the East, 
uh, they got to fix their decor. And so, yeah. you know, they just trade some defensemen away. Uh, so they go outside, depending on who they sign. I know, thank God, it won't be some tall, you know, big body defenseman guy who can't move the puck or skate like David mm-hmm. Savard. No more of that. So it's going to no be puck moving guys uh, who can throw the ball. And um, yeah, I like what the Canadians have done. And so, you yeah. know, they're going to get two first round picks. You get a lottery, you get the, the Calgary Flames pick, you get the pick in 2023, which is supposedly a better draft than this year's draft from the Florida Panthers. So, uh, yeah, you get uh, three three first-round picks in the next two years. You're loading up on second-round picks, which they already yeah. had. Uh, and, yeah, you just get draft capital. So that's why they're winners. They they, they did what they were supposed to do. And, and um, yeah, that's why I, I got them there. I, I like the moves Ken Hughes made today. You know, he deserves a drink or something, of uh, whatever his wow. alcohol preference. You know, I need to know what kind of drinker he is, what kind of alcohol he likes. Uh, that's important uh, for me, uh, even though I didn't get Bergemise now. Now I'm going to go out. Jeff Gordon's favorite alcoholic drink. Because when I'm doing fantasy hockey and I make <laughs> trades, I want to pour myself one of Jeff Gordon's. You know, because that's my that's yeah, my fantasy profile pick is the okay. Jeff Gordon with the bear from the Muppets. Because they look because they have those like those eyebrows are yeah. like <laughs> like this, right? Yeah. <laughs> like the forehead line, and so uh, they look alike. I thought he looked like the bear from the Muppets there that wears the suit. <laughs> so that's why alcoholic drink. Uh, Jeff Gordon, please. Um, but yeah, Eric, Montreal Canadiens, like what they did in, uh, in today's trade deadline and, and during this weekend. Exactly. Same here for me. Uh, I already spoke on it a bit, right, Montreal? And I, I, I totally forgot about the Kulak too, right? Kulak for a second. Yeah. Or in Kulak's second and William Lagasson. How are you guys able to guess for a second? Like, what? Kulak's not like, like, uh, no, he's Dad said, right, Kulak's going for a second. I'm like, you're crazy. Like, maybe a fourth yeah. round at best because that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. depth defenseman goal. But, like, if you really think about it, Brett Kulak, when he first came here, was great with Jeff Petrie. He can move the puck. He's a great skater. We know that, right? And so, yeah. um, I guess, you know, that's something Edmonton needs. They need a, a puck moving guy. Um, and, and they get that. And we'll get to Edmonton shortly, but. Yeah, second round pick. I love that trade to be able to pull off trades inflated, you know. Uh, yeah, Brett Kulak, second round pick. Thank you very much. Exactly. And what was interesting for me too is um, I thought Montreal was going to go there and like, actually, I ex- like it was probably the, this is probably the expectation the number of people they traded, the vets that they traded, right? Uh, maybe, yeah, because I, I don't think they would have traded uh, Josh Anderson or Brendan Gallagher no. or none of them. So, I think the pe- the people that they could have traded, they traded, right? So double Lekkonen and his value right now, which is going up, right? And obviously, as you said, Hoffman, it was not a good time to trade him at all because he has almost no value right now. So you have to, you, you want him to start scoring a bit more and then you'll train him, you know? So um, I just want to move on to another team. We're talking about a lot of people's favorite teams here. Let's move on yeah. to our good friend Jake Legault's favorite oh, team. Oh, the Winnipeg Jets. Exactly. Oh, I got them uh, some things to say about the Jets. Exactly. So um, the main trade that they did was trading away Andrew Cobb, yeah. a six-round pick for Ford, uh, Morgan Barron, and two conditional second-round picks. Or, uh, tw- okay, whatever. And a fifth no, round yeah, pick. two conditional second-round picks. Yeah. One of the second-round picks becomes a first if the Rangers – Go to the Eastern Conference Final and cop plays in a certain amount of games. I think. Okay. Okay. So or or, or goals. I'm not sure what it was again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so we we, we know cop pretty well. Like he's been in the league for a while now. Very very consistent players. He, he's just a very yeah. fundamental player. 
uh, gets the job done. I think it, it it's a win win for both teams here. Um, yeah. Obviously, the Rangers are trying to make a push. Keep that mic in front of your mouth, boy. Oh yeah, I totally yeah. forgot. Not Sorry. too close. Not too close. I don't want to hear okay, the static. Okay. 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 Sorry. Um. But yeah. So obviously, you, we we know the Rangers. They're doing really well this season, right? Yeah. And um, you know, I just want to talk about Rangers quickly. Shosturkin, man. Like, this, oh yeah, hard. I was not he's up for the heart. Exactly. I I I think I, last time I checked, he's like top top three right now. Yeah, so, last uh, time I checked, the goalie who won the heart, Carey Price's name came up. So I don't know, no big deal. Okay, fair. <laughs> okay, fair. But yeah, um, I think this this trade's really good. Cobb's gonna fit in right on, in that team. Um, I think Winnipeg gets. It, it, does this mean it's a start or a little rebuild for Winnipeg here? You think they're trying is, to get younger? No, well, like, this is what I think about Winnipeg. It's like, I was talking with Jake about it, and and, and, and yes, Andrew Cobb most likely not re-signed with the Jets. That didn't make sense for him. He was probably going to go and leave the team in free yeah. agency. And so you try and get what you get. I mean, you get a first-round pick, potentially. Uh, if Rangers make the conference final, you know, that's if they do. They got to face some good teams to get there. Yeah. Uh, so you get two second-round picks for the guy. Um and now the thing about the Jets is when you do a trade like that, they're four points out of the playoffs. Obviously, Andrew Kopp's a guy who helps you win now, right? Yeah. And so that's why I was like, okay, well, if they're trading Andrew Kopp, then Kevin Chabaldayoff is is content with the team he has now going into yep. the playoffs because, you know, there's not much he could have done uh, with salary yep. cap issue and, uh, and, you know, not so many available defensemen. Well, there was some defensemen available. I don't think they wanted to give up first-round picks because they're out yep. of the playoffs, the Jets. Exactly. And so Andrew Kopp, yeah, you trade. It just, it just seemed like it was like, all right, well, you know, I'll, I want to load up on picks. If we miss the playoffs, we miss the playoffs. It's like that simple. I feel like that was kind of his, uh, the way he was looking at it. Like he's, okay. he's going with the team he has. He's not trying to make a run. because. But here's the thing about it, Eric is what do the Jets do in the offseason? They need to mm-hmm. fix their decor because their decor is ass. And yep. they'll never win a cup with that current decor. Exactly. And then you, you got your top six locked up to team-friendly deals. Of course, yep, um, who knows with Blake Wheeler, what he's done his game dropped off. It got bit better now that he's heating up. Uh, who knows, but what can you do with a defenseman? Cause Winnipeg's not a free agency attraction spot. Manitoba, nobody, no freaking high touted no. elite no. defenseman is going to go. Oh, I'm going to go Man- sign in Manitoba to play <laughs> with the jets. None of them are. So you have to yeah. get a guy through trade. You need to get a top two guy. Cause you don't have a top two guy. Cause I'm sorry, Josh Morrissey, uh, Neil Pionk small guys it won't work in the playoffs it won't work you yeah. saw what montreal did to those two guys they yep, freaking exactly. hammered them down low and they weren't able to stop the likes of armia josh Anders. You, you can name uh, so many people uh that they won't mm-hmm. be able to check in the playoffs so they need to get a top two guy a big two-way guy who can you know help them out on the power play help them out eat big minutes and i don't know what you do like you need to make a trade well you got to trade one of your top six forwards for a guy like that so yeah. At this point, the, the way the, the identity of the team might switch, I don't know if they're going to be a, a better team or worse team going into next season. Uh, it depends which route they want to go. If they're, you know, Shifley was in the trade rumors, uh, not like for trade deadline day, yeah. but that he might have played his last season in Winnipeg. Who knows? Maybe they flip Shifley for a top elite defenseman, you know? I don't know what they're going to do because they don't get free agents. And so they're needed, they, need a guy to get through, uh, they need to get a guy through trade. So maybe it was smart for this Andrew Cobb trade. They get the draft capital. Maybe they use that for an elite defense. But if that's the case, I love this trade. But if they go into next season with the team they have now, and you know they get a freaking Brendan Dillon type two whatever uh, guy to plug in, it's not going to work. They need a they need a top guy. So that's what that's my thought process. They need to fix okay. their decor. If they use the draft capital with this trade, it makes sense. But if they don't do anything, then I don't know. 
just then you get a first and you get two second round picks and your team will still mm-hmm. miss the playoffs or not make it far. Exactly. So very well explained. Very good analysis. I, as I say, Shib. Yeah. Um, as we know, we, we hear about a lot about Winnipeg, right? Cause Jake's always in our ear. Winnipeg, yeah. Winnipeg is right. So we know a lot about Winnipeg and Winnipeg's always been a good team. It's weird now. Cause like, is who do they envision in their future? Right. Is Pierre-Luc Dubois in their future? Is Kyle yes, Connor? I would say. Still in the, yes. Kyle Connor's in it. Cole Perfetti, I wouldn't say Shifley's in that future. Exactly. Wheeler's on that future, of course. And then I think Josh Morrissey, they'd like to keep because he's a yeah, yeah maybe long term deal. He still has like five years or something. Yeah, like maybe. exactly. And the thing with Winnipeg, their main thing is obviously you said they're defense. Let's be honest. The last time they're actually a very good team in the playoffs is when they had Bufflin on defense, right? Jacob Truba and Jacob Truda, bro. Right? They they brought that physicality. That's the last time they're actually decent in the playoffs. So. I think um, I don't want to talk about Winnipeg for too long here, but I think that's what they should go back to because they. Well, I I know we like to hate on Connor Hellebuck, but he is a good goalie. He's a top five, top <laughs> yeah, he goalie is. In the he's a really good goalie. So I believe that as long as they have Connor Hellebuck, it's not as intense as Price, right? Yes, we know Price is yeah, better, yeah, but yeah. as long as you have Connor Hellebuck, you're gonna be you should be a decent team, right? Especially with those fours they have, they should be a better team for sure. It just depends if you're willing to go into next season and be like, hey, Connor Hellebuck, I need you to put up these numbers because our decor is ass and this is what's going to get us into the playoffs. Yeah. Or you'd be like, okay, Connor hasn't had the best season, uh, hasn't had the best season statistically-wise this year, which he hasn't. It's not one of its best. Yeah, yeah, it's still yeah. good because uh, yeah. of the decor he has in front of him. But yeah. if he's not playing at his best, 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 Eric, and you have that decor in front of you, you will not do anything. I don't care who you – if you trade for Claude Giroux, I don't care who you added forward – you would never yeah. win a playoff round against some of these Western teams. And that's oh, yeah, going to be the sure. question going into next season. I'm interested to see what Kevin Chavaldayoff does uh, with this decor because he's going to have to fix it. He knows he needs to fix it. It's going to be interesting because if they want to talk back, like I said, they're going to have to trade a big roster guy. And so it's going to be yeah. interesting for the Jets. Uh, we talked too much about a team that, what, made one trade this day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, let's start. To- we got to talk about the big ones, of course. So the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. They go out, Eric. Minnesota, man, a team that, when we were talking about early in the season about NHL teams, or predictions, I said Minnesota is a great team, defensively built, uh, but their goaltending uh, was going to be an issue. Uh, or no, I, what was my thing about? Um, I think I was talking about their, yeah, I think it was goaltending Cam, uh, Cam Talbot, uh, Kak, and I said, hold on, yeah. well, I don't know if they're going to be the guys uh, yeah. who can jump, uh, bring you over that hump uh, going yeah. into the playoffs. And so they go out and they grab Marc-Andre Fleury for yep. a conditional second-round pick, which will become a first if they go to the Western Conference. Or, we, yeah, if they win two rounds and Fleury wins at least four games. Okay. Let me tell you, if Minnesota ends up in the Western Conference final, Fleury will have more than four wins because he will be yeah. the starting goal. The Cam yep, Talbot's exactly. kind of – Fleury's going to be the guy in the playoffs. Yep. Um, so this is – I love this trade by Minnesota because it, it, it's a great transition to another team. But Middleton they get from San Jose, that big defenseman just adds to minnesota's decor which is a strong reliable two-way defenseman core i mean uh this is a guy who i didn't think would be with minnesota i think you know a guy like the, like him would be in toronto which they need a uh, defenseman but minnesota bulking up on their identity yeah. which was we have all these checking forwards that play great two-way uh, but we've never had that superstar that's why we sucked in the playoffs now we have Kaprizov. And uh, we've signed Zuccarelli with a terrible contract that everyone hated, yet he's standing out to be really good for us. Uh, you know, remember when they signed that deal? Minnesota was supposed to be, like, rebuilding at that time, Eric. And so they, they, now he looks great for them. And they were a team that doesn't have that star power, and that's why they lost to the teams like St. Louis, who had Tarasenko yeah. and stuff like that. 
But now they have that. They have all the right pieces. They got penalty killers. They got check-in forwards. They got strong defensemen. They got the goaltender, Marc-Andre Fleury. They got the forward. Like, they got the star power. So Minnesota is definitely a sleeper in the West to be a cup favorite for sure. They could – I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota – uh, took down Calgary or whatever, and you know who knows. I'd be surprised if they be. Uh, well, Colorado, I'm still saying is going to be. But I, like what I'm trying to say is, I'm not surprised if they make it to the Western Conference Final. Yep. If they make it past their two first rounds, and even Tyson Jones, that trade was a steal for them. Tyson Jones, a guy who yep. just couldn't fit into Colorado because he was playing behind such great players yep. and he couldn't really get going on a third line team. He's going to have more opportunity here in Minnesota. And now their top nine is rounding up to be really well again too. And Nicola Delorier at size that they need grit. Yep. They're a great playoff-built team, Aaron. Great for the playoffs. They got yep. everything they need. Exactly. You check mark. you look at the playoffs, what you need outlined for the playoffs to win the Cup. They've checked nearly, I think, all the boxes. Oh, for sure. And it, it, it's because it's, we were talking about Florida before too, right? A, a team that um, for a long time was kind of a shithole of a franchise. But yeah. the thing with Minnesota, they've never been a shithole. They've always State been a team. Yeah, exactly. So they've always been that team that was like made the playoffs, but not really. And then First, first round, round second round. Yeah, so most likely. I believe they've never made it out of the second round. I, I, I think that's a fact. Yeah, I think that's it for the longest time, yeah. Exactly. So the fact that even in the condition that they got it, so that'd be historic. And I don't think they'd oh, give you a first. I don't think they they, yeah. they care at that point, right? Because yeah. yeah, they make it that far. And exactly. Don't forget, Flory is the goalie that won the Vezna, what? Last, was it last, last year, year, man. He's last the year, first, yeah. He is yeah. the first goaltender. Uh, in NHL history, reigning Vesna Trophy winner to get traded in the next year's deadline. Exactly, and first how, ever. So I don't think like, hey, Flurry's still that guy. Oh yeah. Even even in like, don't forget they they made yeah. the, the the conference finals. Obviously, um, what he made one mistake. We we know about that mistake. Yeah. Obviously, but yeah. yeah, he played really well. Like you you can't really blame him. Um, but, um, he's he's, he's played really well guy. in Chicago. His exactly. statistics are pretty well for a team that shit defensively. Exactly. So, um, I think for Minnesota who. Have have always had a good defensive core, right? In Spurgeon and yeah, uh, Brodine, right? Exactly. So right now, that's a really good defensive core. Um, I think it's it's playoff ready. It's pretty strong dudes too, right? So yeah, I think that, that um, I, I don't think uh, defense is a problem. Um, it, it was never a problem for them, but now they added so much offensively, right? We yeah. know Kaprasov since last year they got Kaprasov. The team's been completely different. He adds so much to this team, so much spark, so much. So many more eyeballs. Skill. He's, exactly. So that much they've more been skill. missing skill. Exactly. So um, also Zuccarello, who we know is a good playoff player. He's always been good in the playoffs. Yeah. And th- this year is what? He's 62 points in 52 oh, yeah. games? I don't know. I, like, that GM literally got fired. I forget who it was. Hmm. He got fired because he signed him to that long-term deal. And everyone was like, what the hell are we building? And then yeah. like next week he gets fired. And yeah. you're like, okay, well, I guess it's this deal. Yeah. But then it looks great for them. <laughs> exactly. And then you have Fiala, who they trade for Granlin. And even at that time, people were like, uh, but then now Fiala's yeah. turned out to be really good. Um, and then you have Ryan Hartman, like the, a guy who's always been like a, a okay player, but now what, 46 points? Top nine goal scorer, yeah. Exactly. And then uh, Jordan Greenway size. Exactly. Erickson Joel Erickson size, Egg. Like- yeah. So I, th- I think there's a team that's playoff ready. A huge dark horse in the playoffs for sure. Um, I'm just excited to see if they can take that next level. You know, they, if they can get out of the first, get out of the second. I think adding Flurry, who's obviously we know he he's made for the playoffs, man. Flurry, like he'll, he'll perform in the playoffs. Having Flurry in the in the back, like I don't think right now, I, I'd still consider him a top five goalie in the league, right? Obviously, I, I don't think 
his stint in Chicago because, as you said, the defense was not good. Yeah. But I, I think this, this team's ready to make a push in the playoffs. And even if they don't, this team's still considered young. They still have more years to go. So um, I'm, I'm happy for Minnesota because Minnesota, the state of hockey, and the team's never – like when you think about Minnesota, you probably think about the Minnesota – like the, 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 the amateur-level hockey yeah. before you think about the Minnesota Wild, right? You think about the Mullets first. You don't think about Minnesota Wild, so it's completely different now. Like, they're happy. 14 points behind Colorado. If they got into a playoff matchup, that's a seven-game series. Yep. yep. That's a seven-game series. Like Colorado's yeah. not walking over Minnesota. Yep. They're not. They're just they're, they're like st- like the way this is head to head. Minnesota's built for anyone, any team. They have check marked everything, and so I, I don't know, man. I don't want to say Minnesota's could go to the Eastern Conference Final, yeah. but they could go to the Eastern Conference Final, and I'm not going to be surprised about it. Like if they beat Colorado, Eric, yeah. I'm I'm not going to be surprised. Um, if they beat Calgary, like fuck, I like the Wild better than I like Calgary. So give me exactly. Wild. If I got Wild versus Calgary, whatever, I don't know who they're supposed to play first round the Minnesota Wild. I think it's uh, it might be Nashville if I look at my my thing right. Western Conference. They're th- oh no, they're playing St. Louis. Like I like the odds against St. Louis. I really do. I really do. I really think exactly. they're gonna be the St. Louis Blues. And then in the second round, they got to play the winner of Colorado and whoever's in the wild card, Vegas or something. Like I don't know. They can beat the Vegas Golden Knights. They can beat Colorado yep. or Calgary. I believe they can beat Edmonton. They could beat Nashville. They could beat St. Louis. It's just Colorado for me. It's like it, that's a seven game series in my mind. I don't like. Yep. That's how I see it. But yeah. how 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 crazy is it that because Minnesota have always like they completely change their franchise around. I I, I love to see. It. Remember a couple, yeah. Remember like two years ago when Lafreniere it was going to be a, a a wild card yeah. team that was going to get the the pick. Yeah, yeah. And then we were like Minnesota because they're the worst team. Give it to Minnesota. Give and then they went to the Rangers, right? So. Yeah. Obviously, we, everyone just don't didn't want it to go to Toronto or go to Pittsburgh. Right? Oh, they want yeah, to go. Thank to, God. <laughs> oh, how close was that ball though? That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. So yeah. Ridiculous. So they completely changed their, their team around. They have some really young players. I didn't even mention Matthew Boldy, who's their 12 yeah. pick in 2019. I remember when I was watching the draft. Um, I, I even wanted Detroit to draft, but like, we went a completely yep, yep. different route. So he's he's really good too. So hey, just love to see what Minnesota is doing. Um, really like their team and hey. Might win some money if you you bet well on them, and because uh, they're going to be huge underdogs in the playoffs. Because Minnesota's not yeah cup contenders. I'm cup sure contenders. there's a lot of teams or cup favorites. A lot of teams ahead of them. So exactly because obviously they're they're not a big name, right? They're not a big oh. name. They don't have a good playoff experience. Like they nope. haven't made it far. So especially with this Mark Andre Fleury addition, a hey, complete game changer. And I, I like obviously it. their odds have increased because of the Fleury trade, but yeah, yeah. they can't be. Uh, crazy like there's still got to yeah. be some teams in front of them right so sure. uh yeah any other team you like i mean um, i could talk about i'll talk about the ducks yeah, you, quickly winners yeah. again in my books anaheim ducks deadline winners another like montreal they trade a lot of vets they stacked up on uh, stacked up yep. on picks they got a 2022 uh first round pick so they have two first round picks in the in this year's draft they got four second round picks that are spread out across a couple years three years they're not all in one year but uh, then they got a one third round pick. They got John Moore, Drew Hellison. That's prospect Zach Aston Reese, Dominic Simon, uh, another prospect that hasn't been revealed yet. Uro Vakanian, and then Evgeny Dadanov for salary cap compliances from the Vegas Golden Knights. But man, they have caught up on draft capital. Already a team that Eric has shown 
some progression, right, in this year's, uh, in, in the standings, like with yep. Zegris and the mix of Mets with Getzlav and, and the rookies yeah. and their strong mm-hmm. decor, of course, that they have completely ripped apart now. But And John Gibson, of course. So I, I like to see what they do down the future line, what they're going to do with John Gibson. Like, apparently, they were hearing call, they were taking calls on him. Obviously, it would have been, a, it would have taken a huge haul to get John Gibson, one of the best goaltenders in the league. But it's interesting to see the Anaheim Ducks, like, they got the goalie. And like, if they're going to go for yeah. it in these mm-hmm. next couple of years, or if they're going to, you know, use these draft picks to build a team, which most likely they will, but they've shown some progress. And for them to yeah. have got this amount of draft capital too on a team that already has shown so much, it's great. I, they, they're my deadline, one of my deadline winners. Okay. Yeah. No, for sure. Cause, um, Anaheim, as we know them, but well, not anymore. But before they're that team that would always make the playoffs. Remember they at Corey? Oh yeah, when they're in Ryan Chicago, Gitsel. we're going at that. Exactly. So I, I remember, I still remember that team, right? They're yeah. amazing. And then now, obviously, they traded away Corey Perry, and they they had a transition transition period. And I I think it yeah. went actually really smooth because they have a lot of good young prospects too, a lot of good young players. Um, I think the the, the draft pick of Trevor Zegers is a huge draft pick, and I, I wouldn't consider him a franchise franchise player oh the way so i don't know his personality and the way he yeah no no but that's what i'm saying like he has that cane face. vibe to him right he, he's got the that face of cane. the ducks franchise exactly and, but yeah. he, he's got that i don't know if he's ever gonna be like a hundred point guy or what he, he, he might get to that level he might. i don't know he, he, but he's a skilled for me, fucking forward it, it, for me a similarity is obviously american too right patrick kane i think okay. that's the closest similar non well, he's of, got a hundred points patrick oh non-terms of points no no no, no, no but like I'm just saying, but yeah, maybe me. To be honest, I haven't done enough. Like, I can't just say that. Yeah. You know, he's I just think he's points. a great, like, I don't, exactly. I'm, like, how many points does he have? I think he's got a good amount for the game. He's got 44 and 57. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, not going to lie. I'm a little biased just because I'm a Lucas Raymond guy and a oh, okay. Snyder guy. So yeah. I got I to put his value down a bit just so my guys get a bit more credit. So, yeah, yeah Zegers got the swagger. Obviously, you saw in the All Star game, he had that, that move. Remember, yeah. if you think Kane a couple years ago had his yeah. his one hand, you, you know, there's a lot of similarities between both these players if you think about it. So, um, I think Zegers, obviously Troy Terry came out of nowhere. Um, his game almost a point per game player, right? Yeah. Um, almost at 30 goals. Uh, he completely changed the team around. Uh, you also have Cam Fowler, who's they they're keeping Cam Fowler. I mean, right? they got yeah. a young t- Jamie Drysdale. They got Jamie pieces. Drysdale. Um, Sony Milano, who's still there. Ricardo Raquel was doing his thing. So um, I, I think training away Hampus Lindholm, uh, Josh Manson, just shows. I, I, I think it's just to make room for the younger players that they have, right? Like Jamie Drysdale. I'm not sure. Because they're still the transitioning. Other. Yeah, they're still transitioning, and obviously, as you said, they got a lot of picks for them. So um, I, I think this just shows that they're kind of in this rebuild, but still competitive state. That really good for rebuild because when you want to rebuild, you need to stay competitive. It's the best way um, to 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 have a good team yeah. later on because you want to. You want to build a losing culture either end, especially with uh, John Gibson, who I believe if you throw John Gibson on any other team, if you throw them, if you throw him on a cup contending team, he's one of the best oh, boys in the league, you know, in the playoffs, going into the playoffs, he'd be one of yeah, those boys. Exactly. And don't forget, John Gibson's had so many reps in the NHL. He, he's a, he's a vet by now. So, um, Oh yeah. Hey, I, I think this, this team, I, I like a couple years, this team in a couple years could look really good once they start stacking up on these players, these, these prospects, and then they all start blooming. Yeah, I like what their the coach, I like what Dallas Eakins has done with this team, and like they're in a great state in my mind. Like yep. they, they, you know, they could, they've committed to a rebuild. They've traded these top four defensemen that are great yep. uh, on any other team. So they've yep. committed to 
uh, loading up on draft capital and, you know, not being rushing into things next year. Like they'll take their time with this uh, and figure out what they want to do, but they got nice pieces already with Zegers, Drysdale and Terry, like you said. And so, and they got even more on the way. So I like their state right now. They're going to be a good team in a couple of years for sure. Any more you like, or are you thinking about, uh, I I like, Oh, oh yeah. Oh my God. I almost forgot, man. We haven't talked about any losers on today's trade uh, trade deadline. And already, Toronto Maple Leafs, hey, guy, I'm putting mm. them as a loser. Okay. Stamping on the losers because, of course, the Maple Leafs are losers. I yeah. love the Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs, uh, you know, um, Kyle Dubas today, or to, I'm disappointed that my trade uh, talks with Chicago got leaked <laughs> and Marc-Andre Fleur, because he wanted Marc-Andre Fleur and it got leaked. Obviously, Chicago's GM, I think he said, I forget what his name, Kyle Davis or something, David, I think. They said, uh, like, is this true? And he's like, you know, that's going to be a conversation between me and Kyle uh, privately or something. So, obviously, I think the GM leaked this because he knew that this would get the gears rolling on Marc-Andre Fleury and teams would come asking. But, man, for, for the Toronto Maple Leafs to hold on to their first-round pick, like, like, what are you doing? At the trade deadline, you're like, I don't want to give up a first-round pick. Yeah. Okay. It's like, Kyle Dubas, okay, so you know that your team is not good enough to beat any of the Florida teams going into the playoffs. Like, you're knowing you're going to get bounced from the playoffs first round oh. and you're going to want that pick. That's going to be 15th, 16th overall. That's 16th yeah. overall. Uh, like, they added Mark Giordano, 50% retained, couple of second-round picks. Like, he's a good player for the defensive yeah. court. Uh, but it's not like their decor gets any – like, it gets better. But yeah. you want to talk about that decor with Jake Muzzin out? He's going to be back for playoffs. But who knows to what extent, you know, healthier, how good he's going to be. Um, and then you don't want to give up a first-round pick. You're content with the goaltending issue up. Uh, issue duo or duo that you have which which your goaltending has been shit all not all season but jack campbell been, has been great the first 50 games of the season and has totally fallen off these last uh few games or the past yeah. after those that that stretch and like you're asking can you're, you're you're entrusting jack campbell to get to that same mentality and uh you know uh um the way he was playing early on the season you're asking him to get into that same uh yeah. same thought process and try and get to that same uh what am I trying to say? That same uh, trying to get him to play like he was playing before. And that's hard. Trying to get him to that same, yeah, whatever mentality, uh, physical shape or whatever. Um, he's Because he, he has the rib injury, obviously. And, uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to get to those numbers, which, by the way, are inflated. Everyone's raving about how good he's been great yep. this season. He's yep. been great in the months of, I think, November, where he was really good. He had, like, a 950 save percentage. And after that, everything is, like, low 900s, 890. Like, He's not the guy. He's not the guy that's going to bring you to the promised okay. land. Okay. The guy gave up one of the shittiest goals in his career in the playoffs against Brendan Gallagher in game seven, Eric. You want to talk about how much playoff experience <laughs> Jack Campbell has? How much yeah. playoff experience does he have? His last year as a starter, giving yeah. up a terrible goal. He, he's not the guy who's going to be your bona fide. Yeah. He's not the flirty. Okay. Marc-Andre Fleury, you have to... How do you not trade a first-round pick for Marc-Andre Fleury? Yeah. How do you not say, I want Marc-Andre Fleury on the Toronto Maple Leafs? Envision yeah. that, Eric. Envision yeah. Fleury on the Maple Leafs right now. How much yeah. better is that team? Yeah. So sure. much better. Yeah. And you end Mark, like either you get a top fucking defenseman that, you know, got tra- all of them got traded today. Like Josh Manson, you couldn't get Josh Manson. You're mm-hmm. telling me you couldn't trade two second round picks for Josh Manson. Like, I don't know what Kyle Dubas is thinking, but I don't know. I don't like the moves they made today. Uh, that's just the same team. that got bounced from the Montreal Canadiens last year. And if you think they have any chance against Florida or Tampa, yeah. Oh my God, Lee fans. Like you guys yeah. are all delusion. You're under yeah. some spell that Kyle Dubas and Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner conjured up because it's not happening. 
you're not winning with that decor. You're not going to win with your goaltending duo. And you're not going to win with Marners and Matthews getting pressed by a top line center like the likes of Philip Deneau. Think about Barkov, what he can do against them. Like, you're not winning the Stanley Cup this year. Okay. And enjoy, I, I will enjoy this offseason when heads start to roll in Toronto. And they're like, oh, well, like, we have to fucking trade Nylander. Like, we can't go into next season with these guys. The Leafs fans will come riding. Like, what are they going to do if they lose in the first round? What do no. you do? Do you, like, I, that's like, how do you not trade a first round pick at this year's deadline? No. You signed Matthews, Tavares, Nylander, Marner, Morgan Riley. You have five guys who account for half of your salary cap. A little more, actually. More, 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 yeah. And you're telling yourself, like, at that point, when you sign those five guys, every year you're going for the cup. That's what you're basically telling fans and your team. Like every year, we are going for the cup, right? And now Dubas is saying, I don't want to give up a first round pick. Like, I don't want to give up draft capital. What are you doing? Like, yeah. your team has flaws and you're not willing to help it out. Like, before, like, what are your expectations? Like, you think Matthews and Marners are going to go out like Marner in the playoffs? We know what his playoff stats are. They're terrible. Yeah. Okay. And you're just like, oh, well, I fucking hope. I pray to God Marner's going to go next season and do something in the playoffs. Like that team got shut down by the Canadians for checking. There's a lot of teams there who have gotten great, who have uh, shaped their top line, top nine lines, uh, their top nine, their top sixes. They're just great checking for Like this is going to be too much for Toronto uh, going into the playoffs. Even Boston is a better team than them, in my opinion. I, like, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, how do you not trade a first round? Like, great. You'll have the 16th pick overall and the whole fucking city. Oh, will hate you. Mm. Good job. Do this. Dumbass, but before this, I will say this. Yeah, issues. I know there's not a lot of goalies out there. There wasn't a lot of goaltenders to choose from. Uh, yeah. you know, Brain Hope he's injured, fucking like, but like, I don't know. The who else, Corpus Sala, whatever. I know there wasn't that many goaltenders available. It was available, Mark Andre Fleury, and you yeah. blew that. Fucking yeah. trade for Jake Allen so he can be in there too. What's yeah. the yeah. What, what hurts you of getting a guy like Jake Allen? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! So you can split with Jack? Like that's great. If you go into the playoffs, Campbell shit. You can throw Jake Allen in there, who has playoff experience. Yeah. Who's been a guy who who's played well in front of the Canadian scene. That's been shit this season. And I just don't know. They didn't get a single goaltender. Jack Campbell is not your guy. He will not yeah. win you a playoff round. Well, so. I just want. I just want to say that the staring the camera kind of spooked me. I'm a bit. I was like, <laughs> who's he looking at right now? Oh, I'm <laughs> looking at the viewers. <laughs> You look at the viewers. Hey, hey, you got the message across for That's sure. Losers, the Maple Leafs, and yeah, I'm a hasman, but I don't give a shit. They're losers. They're gonna lose it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, it's yeah. gonna give me goosebumps. I'm getting Florida Panthers or Tampa, whichever <laughs> Florida. I'm getting. I'm telling you. Because let's be honest, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs are the Dallas Cowboys of the NHL, right? They're very, obviously, a very important franchise. A lot of coverage is on this team, especially in Canada. That's all we hear. Toronto Maple Leafs. This Toronto Maple Leafs. That. And so we're very invested in this team. And to be honest, I think the Jared Donald is a huge addition for them. It's very a good trade. Addition. Very good addition for them. Um, I, I, I think I think it's more mental. I don't think it's the players because they've got over the years, they've gotten so many vets and so many different players in the team. Yeah. I think like it's Foligno more of a, last year. Like, yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah. I think it's more of a mentality thing for the superstars. Like, let, yeah. let's be honest, Marner, especially. The, the, the caliber and amount of that he's getting paid, he's got to perform better in the plus. He knows that. And I, I just think he has a barrier. I don't, I don't think it's his skill because we know how skillful. Maybe in the playoffs, he, he gets shut down a lot quicker. He doesn't have that much room. But nope. 
hey, he's still a superstar. No excuses. You're a superstar. You got to perform in the playoffs. If you can't perform in the playoffs, you're not a superstar. So, um, and I also think Matthews this year, obviously we know he's already at 40 something goals, right? So he he's taking the step up this year. So let's see if he can perform in the playoffs. And as you said, I don't think Jack Campbell's it. This guy has what less than 50 games in the no more than, but like he has like no, what, more, 70, but yeah, but like 70 games in the NHL and you're going to put all starter, your probably exactly. So w- what's that first round pick that you're going to have this, what you're going to have a young prospect. No, you don't really need young prospects right now on, on this. No, you what don't because half is, of your cap is into five players. You don't need exactly. these guys. So I think w- what they should do is obviously, and let, let's be honest, Flurry's on a very friendly uh, contract too, right? It, 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 and he probably could have retained or they could have done something. But yeah. I, I'm just saying they had, they, I, I think they should have gone for at least, like, I don't, they saw Peter Mrazik as their backup. I don't think Peter Mrazik. They waved him. They waved him. So who's their backup right now? Because it's right now their goaltending, Jack Campbell's coming back. It's going to be Jack Campbell and the, the Calgren guy that they, oh that, that has been playing okay. pretty good. Okay. And so what I, happens if Jack Campbell. Gets what happens old. if Jack Campbell not doesn't get injured? What happens if Jack Campbell just totally stinks the bed? You have okay, so Plan B. Exactly, exactly. You're riding yeah, no. all on Jack Campbell. So and, I mean. and, and don't yeah. and and don't forget he does not have enough NHL experience to like like he he doesn't. There's a certain type of mentality that you need as a goaltender, especially in the playoffs, especially on such a heavy team and a heavy favorite team like Toronto. Like the, the thing we remember Jordan Bennington a couple of years, they were an uh, underdog team and Jordan Bennington's different, right? Because he was young, but they were underdogs. So he didn't have that pressure and he, he could just play his game. But Jack Campbell, pff, look at, you're putting oh, yeah. all this pressure on a guy that has like 80 games in the NHL. Like it's a lot of pressure. And um, I, maybe this is uh, um, a topic for another video, but we, it, in a couple episodes, we're going to have to talk about Kyle Dubas and how long, like, Hey, oh, should... when the clock start ticking? When yeah, when they... when's it going to start ticking, you know? so And don't forget, we started, I think it was around like last year, I brought up the Bergeron clock ticking. Yeah. And it, yeah. it started ticking quick. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. It's like, if you're Kyle Dubas, what are you thinking to yourself? If I'm Kyle Dubas and I'm sitting there, I'm like, like, if I lose, if we lose in the playoffs, like, am I going to be here next year? Am I going to be here to see the guy that I draft in this year's draft grow to be onto yeah. the roster? Am I going to be the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs when this guy's on my roster? Probably not. So why the hell do I give a shit if I keep yeah. my first round pick or not? My job's on the line. Yeah. I need to make this team as best as it can. And if there's options out there, I need to do my best to get it. Right? Remember what yeah. Brad Tree was saying with the Calgary yeah. Flames. The players were doing the job. I had to go do mine. And he did his. Kyle Dubas, you had to go do your job and fill the needs of your team. Sure, you got Giordano. You got Giordano out of desk, like you were desperate because some of your Josh Manson, Hampus Lindholm were all already gone. And that you're like, oh, my hands are tied. And Middleton's another big defenseman. Obviously, he's not the top guy you want, but he's another guy they could have packaged a second round pick for or something. They could have had Giordano him in his deal. I'm telling you, it would have been a lot better what they have now. And uh, yeah, it's just. Jake Allen, it doesn't hurt you to get a guy like Jake Allen. Montreal would have retained his salary, 100%. Yeah. Montreal would have retained his salary. You just got to give us a, a, a second, a couple picks or something. No, I want Jack Campbell to be my guy because I try. Oh, yeah, because everyone in, in, in Toronto and in the locker room loves Jack. Soupy, we can't, we can't hurt Soupy. Like, we can't bring in a guy to compete against Soupy. It's, it's, too, it's not fair for him. Like, it's a fucking playoffs, man. This guy gives it the shittiest goal of his career against Gallagher, and you're like, yeah, okay, let's run it back. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. That's why they're losers for me. Uh, like just you look at some of the trades and like low draft capital. Some guys went yeah. to the other teams for nothing. I just like they waited too long. They didn't jump when they had the opportunity. And yeah, Minnesota jumped. Minnesota traded a conditional second. Like yeah. I don't know. Anyway, 
losers for me. Other losers, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, this is another one, not the biggest losers, uh, because obviously Edmonton Oilers, they have their forwards, they're tight on the cap. Um, you know, they needed a goaltender, obviously, they like uh, Smith and uh, uh, Koskinen. Koskinen's been better now, but that goaltending deal is still not going to be good enough to win the playoffs. Uh, at least they got Brett Kulak, a puck-moving defenseman. They got uh, Derek Broussard, a death piece, you know, because of their top nine. Usually it was McDavid with dry saddle lines, and Derek Broussard now fills out their top nine pretty nice, but... Like, I, like I'm saying, Jake Allen, like, guys, can you look around the league and look at, at who's available? I know there's not a lot of goaltenders available. I get that. I get this whole stigma about, is like, is Jake Allen, would he have been better than the goaltending duo that they have now? Maybe. He could have came in there, new, a new team, fresh environment from the Canadians. He could have fucking helped them out. I guarantee you Jake Allen could have helped out this team. Jake Allen could have helped out the Maple Leafs too. I guarantee you. And uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, like these teams, Edmonton, I know Edmonton is up against the cap, but you could retain this sour. You could have made it work. You got to get these guys. Like Edmonton's not going to win the cup now because they're goaltending issue. It's simple as that. Like Ken Holland, like, I'm sorry. Whoa. Great at drafting players, but okay. you got to work on your trades at trade deadline. Like he's been weak on that. And, you know, Derek Broussard, I like, but another loser Man. for me. You got to, and, and Eric, they waited too long. I get it's the deadline. There's not any availabilities. You waited too long, though. You had plenty of opportunity during the regular season to deal with this when this was a issue in the right. This is not an issue of now, Eric. This was an issue all season where the goaltending has been like this. Okay, you had time to make the trade. You had options then. You waited too long. You thought you could trust in these guys, and, and uh, it didn't work out. So that's why they're a loser for me. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I have a lot to say about, but hey, Ken Holland's my guy. Uh, like, do you agree, what, what do you did you agree that like the goal like there is because I'm like there's this whole stigma about all oh, the gold like Toronto Edmonton there wasn't any goaltenders available like what were they supposed to do and no, stuff no like there that? were goaltenders available for sure hey but like I, very I, few I, but you need to jump on those you need to get I, those guys I know um I, I for me this is more of a Ken Holland issue hey I'll probably explain it later on but Ken Holland man I've always liked Ken Holland but he does get a bit too much credit for what the Detroit Red Wings did especially what their 25 year yeah. uh, without missing the playoffs. I think he gets a bit more, gets a bit too much. Cause Eisenman's proven like Eisenman, I will go, I will ride or die with Eisenman, but I yeah. know Holland has made some terrible trades for Detroit, some terrible additions, some terrible signings, some terrible yeah. contracts, some terrible decisions. So I'm, I'm starting to lose a bit of my, my, my ride or die mentality. With I'm the same with you. I'm the same with you. I thought he was, he was the same in Detroit, like this stud and now in Edmonton, no, it's hurting him. No, exactly. So, um, it's kind of tough because right now in, in goal, they have what Mike Smith and Koskinen, Koskinen. Who are, but they're two really good goalies, but they're not, they're not going to necessarily, but they're inconsistent. They're, exactly. You can't have inconsistency in the playoffs. That's the main thing. No. And what you could have done is you have two decent goalies, like probably average goalies, but in the playoffs, you want a good goalie. So you could have shipped one off trade. Yeah. You know, you, you, you could have done something there, but, uh, Hey, uh, we're, we're gonna have to see how this is gonna plan out. Um, Edmonton might—it it just might be oh, first round exit again, we'll, or maybe not even. You will—we'll see. You know, we'll see. Like if if they run into a team like uh, like Minnesota or even like yeah, um, trying to look at some of these uh these Western teams that are in down. But if they run into a team that like just shuts down McDavid, like oh, deep. This is our defensive line that's going out against McDavid yeah. every single shift. Like, and you shut him down like uh, the Jets did, like Mark Scheifele did. Yeah. Last year in the playoffs against Detroit, when he shut them down, like he, Mark Scheifele, yeah. a guy who wasn't, he's was not really known for his defense there, put everything into 
defensive-minded guru. He's like, hey, I'm playing defense this series. I'm not going to be scoring. I'm going to have to be aware. He was able to shut down McDavid. There's going to be a guy that's going to shut down McDavid in the playoffs, and they're going to lose mm-hmm. in the first or second round. You're absolutely right because their goaltending uh, it, it wasn't as good, or it's because you decide that McDavid dries out on the cap. This is my team identity, and we're going to keep riding every year with these two, and you can't get death pieces. Like Derek Broussard was a great addition. That was a great draft pick yep. or trade because he fits well in their top nine that needs help, you know, that isn't full of AHLers. Yep. And so that's why. So, yeah, Edmonton, big loser. I don't know who else I put as a big loser. Um, there's not that many big losers. Calgary, Tyler Toffoli, Kyle Yar- uh, Yarnrock. We talked about Toffoli, Kyle Yarn- yeah. uh, Yarnrock, yeah. uh, two second-round picks. He's a guy who throws the body, grinder, chippy guy. He could score two for them. That was a great trade. Uh, Boston, Hampus Lindholm, like you said. Josh Brown, too. They're fixing out their decor, yeah. something that Boston uh, needed. Uh, you know, they, they have great forward depth. So, and their goaltend. we'll see what happens with Boston. I don't think they're a team that really pops out for me in the East, right? Because there's a lot too many contentions in the East. So, but they'll be, a, they're a tough team, right? With that first line passion act, Marshawn, but they have some flaws, but definitely some great trades. Lindholm, great defenseman for them. He'll be playing with uh, Charlie McAvoy uh, or second unit, whatever. I like that one, two punch though. Capitals get Marcus Johansson back from Seattle. Uh, he's with Seattle. Or he, yeah, he was with Seattle. Marcus Johansson, who played with the Capitals, so that's a great addiction. Carolina gets Max Domi. Uh, Max Domi, man, that Josh Anderson trade just looks even better now. He was traded for a third rounder uh, of a prospect, so he's gonna be looking to play third, fourth line minutes in Carolina. Get some grit in for the playoffs. Great trade. Penguins. They get Ricard Raquel. They didn't even have to give up a first, Eric, or uh, mm-hmm. they, you know they gave up a second and a little and a prospect. So. You know, every year, Penguins, Crosby, Malkin, you keep going for it. Ricard Raquel is going to fit nice in their mid- middle six. And, uh, yeah, man, I don't, like, I don't know who else uh, made some, like, who else haven't we talked about? Like, Tampa. Tampa, yeah, that's one team. They got Riley Nash, Brandon Hagel, Nick Paul. Obviously, those guys are not, uh, those guys don't replace Goudreau, Coleman, Gord. They're not going to be those three. But Tampa, with the firepower they have, uh Obviously, it's not the the checking for defensive forwards that you want, but still, Tampa will make some noise in the playoffs. They'll be cup contenders just based off their top six forwards off the mm-hmm. bat and their goaltending and Victor Hedman. So that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Like when you, get, when you have the cup team that's already won twice, it's okay that you've given up some checking forwards because of your salary cap issues. But at least they got other guys to replace them uh, that don't play to the same capabilities or same qualities defensively as those guys. But will put the puck in the net like Brandon Hagel can score. He's not really the defensive guy like Gouda or anything, but, you know, you provide some depth scoring for them. Tyler, uh, or uh, no, not Tyler Mott, sorry. Nick Paul, some size from the Senators, added size. That's good for the, you know, they're a big team Tampa already. So, and then Riley Nash, he's your penalty killer guy and he's going to be your, uh, but he's not the Yanny Gord or Coleman, you know, or Goudreau, but they have no draft capital and no salary cap. So it makes sense. I get it. That's why great for them. They're still cup contending team. Uh, this year, man, I don't know who else. Uh, Ranger, I didn't mention Justin Braun. Justin Braun for the Rangers, or probably I did. That's a great piece. They get heavier and bigger. Uh, Rangers decor, man, it was a crazy trade deadline, Eric. Yeah, crazy, crazy yeah. trade deadline. Uh, a lot of important draft, and man, I just I feel good that Toronto Rand just hyped me up, Eric. I feel good. Yeah. I'm excited for the first round. Be- you best know I'm watching Toronto games. I am watching those Toronto games. Yeah. From first to third period, first minute to sixty minutes, I'm watching that game because it's just I'm gonna get goosebumps. I'm gonna get giggles once the, the team folds and oh, it's just the face of Dubas in the press when he's like, "Oh my god, I'm being fucking." I just can't wait for it. I can't wait mm-hmm. for it. So 
guys, been another episode of the Tib and Zhang show. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed this trade deadline. Yeah. Uh, a trade deadline frenzy uh, breakdown and stuff like that. And we'll be back next week, maybe back for some more UFC fight nights or whatnot. But uh, we'll see. So thank you for watching here on YouTube or joining us or listening on Spotify with us. We appreciate it. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Roll the outro.